Recorded live. Good evening, Apostle Shane. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Apostle Griffin, how are you tonight? I'm well. I'm well. Thank God for the round table. We're going to be waiting for a few moments to okay. uh, see others coming on. And uh, uh, we thank the Lord for this end of the um, year. Yeah. And uh, uh, God has been faithful. And we just w- w- hold, wait here for uh, on mute for one moment. We will just be uh, here for a few moments waiting. And the okay. reason why I'm speaking now because I don't want anybody to call in and then hear silence and hang up because they think that there's no one uh, on the uh, call. Yes. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Lord. Yes. Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Bless you. Bless you. How are you this evening? I am well. I'm well. I'm trying to get the plumbing together here, but (laughs) we're almost there. Amen. Amen. Well, we're thankful to the Lord for um, um, you and I and Apostle Shane being on the call right now. And I'm just going to wait uh, here for few moments for um, our last uh, roundtable of the year, and yes. uh, thank God for his faithfulness, and I, I thank the Lord for allowing me to um, hear, finally, this year, a portion of your um, ministry uh, this past uh, Sunday. Amen. Uh, the woman of God has a powerful, uh, a powerful uh, uh, testimony. Yes, she does. And I, I meant to give her the information so she could be on tonight, but um, as I said, I've been dealing with the plumbing, and I didn't get around to it. But I will share the information with her, though. Why don't you just take a moment right now just to inbox her? 
Well, that's a good idea. I will do just that. Because I haven't started yet, and I am in a couple of minutes, but you you should have time. I will do that. Where just just go ahead there. And uh, we thank the Lord for uh, whoever that is uh, from New York. Who do we have on? Yes. Prophet Rosalind. Yes, sir. God bless you. How are you? God bless you. I'm well. Amen. We thank the Lord. We're about to go into uh, a new year, 2018. God has proven himself faithful as usual. He is uh, He is consistent. He is consistent. Uh, we have, uh, uh, tonight we have a uh, scripture that we're going to be um, getting into and just sharing some thoughts. I'm uh, just giving a, a couple of moments for a woman of God to send a message to someone. Uh, so Pastor Cheryl, let me know when um, you're done. Don't rush. And God bless you from Florida, Dr. Shaw. Bless you. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Bless you too. Sometimes, amen, um, the Lord, sometimes I um, just desire to be where some of you all are living, those beautiful uh, states you're in, very pleasant climates. (laughs) Yes. Uh, but uh, God has his uh, plan for all of us, and uh, we know how to endure the storm and endure the cold, yes. the extremities. Um, so, Pastor Shore, did you send that? Okay, I think yes, she's sir. Muted. Okay. They're so, working on it. Well, I'm going to ask uh, um, um, uh, Prophet Roslyn, would you open with prayer? And then after that, I want everyone to turn to Jeremiah chapter 29. So, Prophet Roslyn, would you please? Father, we thank you for bringing us together on this last Thursday of this year. Thank you for the things that you've accomplished with, through, and for us. Thank you for the ways that we've grown together and individually, for the things that you've allowed us to do in the kingdom, and for the way that you're positioning us for what you have in the days to come. Thank you for this time of fellowship, for hearing and receiving instruction from your word. We thank you for your servant that will deliver the word tonight. Thank you for revelation and information, for edification, for empowerment for everything that we need to do what you've called us to do in this hour. We thank you, and we give your name praise tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen, amen, and thank God. And uh, certainly, uh, I'm I'm not here to uh, uh, preach to you. I just really, saints, want to uh, share with you just simply about uh, Thanksgiving and being grateful at this time of the year uh, unto the Lord. Um, I recall, amen, in uh, the book of uh, Judges, I believe, the question was, who should go up to fight against the Canaanites first? And the Lord sent a response and said, send Judah first. Send um, Judah first. 
and um, and uh, I just want to talk about. Um, hold on a second, please. Uh, just about being grateful and, and thankful um, uh, wherever we are, Amen. Uh, in the uh, body. So I, I thank the Lord, amen, um, for allowing us, as uh, Prophet Rosalind uh, shared, about growing together um, throughout the year. I'm um, going to read here in Jeremiah 29 here for a moment. Um, I think we have uh, Dr. Shaw. Um, Pastor Shank, Pastor Cheryl. Uh, Prophet Rosalind, I think that's Varen, uh, Lacey and Apostle King coming on, and it looks like uh, Dr. Sandra, Apostle Sandra Smith, is going to get on by computer without the phone, and um, just pray for me. I'm also grateful. Just, I want to, I want to say this. I, I'm very grateful for all of you being on. Uh, as, as we look back at the beginning of the year, uh, I guess there's uh, three people that are on the call that I did not, uh, that weren't, and uh, look at how God has brought us together. And uh, I'm referring to Apostle uh, King, Varen Lacey, and uh, Pastor Cheryl, so I'm grateful unto God. Uh, for the uh, relationship. Jeremiah Jeremiah 29, I'm reading in the New Living Translation, and I'm going to mute some people because there's a background noise. Jeremiah 29, verse 1, New Living Translation. It says, Jeremiah wrote a letter from Jerusalem to the elders, priests, prophets, and all the people who had been exiled to Babylon by King Nebuchadnezzar. This was after King Jehoiakim, the queen mother, the court officials, the other officials of Judah, and all the craftsmen and artisans had been deported from Jerusalem. He sent a letter with Elasa, son of Shaphan, and Jemariah, son of Hilkiah, when they went to Babylon as King Zedekiah's ambassadors to Nebuchadnezzar. This is what Jeremiah's letter said. So in a sense, you know, I'm, you know I'm going to read Jeremiah 29 11, but I'm just sharing the context of that that's often quoted by the saints. We have here, amen, a background of the fact that God's people are in a predicament, a, a situation, a a land, a territory uh, that uh, they think is not, is really not what they want. You know, this is just where they are. Uh, they're at a place where uh, they wish they had been someplace else. They wished uh, the, the circumstances were different. Kind of reminds me of how, you know, people are at the end of the year. They reflect back in 2017, look back in the, in the new year, and they're hoping that their circumstances and whatever 
are uh, uh, different, that things would change, and and so on and so forth. And um, uh, this is what the letter says. This is what Jeremiah's letter says in the New Living Translation. This is what the Lord of Heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says to all the captives. He is exiled to Babylon from Jerusalem. Build homes and plan to stay. Plant gardens and eat the food that they they produce. Marry and have children. Then find spouses for them so that you may have many grandchildren. And then he says, multiply. Do not dwindle away. And work for the peace and the prosperity of the city where I sent you into exile. And pray to the Lord for it, for its welfare will determine your welfare. Uh, if I paraphrase, uh, uh, they're in um, Babylon. God has removed them out of that holy city of uh city of Jerusalem, you know. Uh, they're in a place, um, circumstances. I mean, bottom line is they, they've been taken captive and removed from their homes, uprooted. I mean, and, and they just thought that their life was, just in total disarray. But the Lord has a different mindset for them. Because we we all understand that at the end of the year, uh, when people reflect, they can probably find something that they wish uh, was better, a prophecy not fulfilled, plans, desires, goals, not accomplished, you know, something that's, you know, uh, they're still praying and seeking God for. A lot of times uh, uh, the way for things to change and for God to do greater for you is your mindset, your attitude, and to be grateful and thankful and to be content in that state that you're in. So he tells them in exile, Build homes, plan to stay, plant gardens, eat the food they produce. Go ahead and marry and have children. Raise your families. Uh, multiply. Do not dwindle away. You know, uh, be, you know, be positive in this situation. Their understanding is that no matter what's happening to them, God's with them. And work for the. And then he says, and work for the peace and prosperity of the city where I sent you in exile. In other words, work for the peace and prosperity amongst your enemies. Pray to the Lord for it, for its welfare, its welfare. The, the, way, you, the way you deal, uh, the way you act, um, your attitude in maybe adverse situations will determine your outcome. He says, pray to the Lord for it, for its welfare will determine your welfare. And this is what the Lord of Heaven's uh, armies, the God of Israel says, verse 8, do not let your prophets and fortune tellers who are with you, um, somebody saying, saints, can you all hear me? Yes. 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 Okay, somebody texted me and said that they can't uh, hear me for some reason. Uh, Verse 8 says, 
Um, this is what the Lord of Heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says. Do not let your prophets and fortune tellers who are with you in the land of Babylon trick you. Now, uh, allow me to uh, just pause here for a moment. So they've been removed to Babylon in exile. We understand that um, part of their being um, dispossessed from their land is because of them not keeping the covenant, of them not trusting in, you know, Jehovah God. And uh, God is, uh, you know, judging them. He's actually purifying them, if you will. And he, 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 he says that there's some people with you. He says, uh, he says, don't let your prophets and fortune tellers. So that there were some in the prophetic community uh, that were not right. Yes, Apostle Sandra, I can't. Um, uh, yes, I've got that message. Thank you. And so um, they said there's in the prophetic community, there's some uh, ones that are not really true prophets who are releasing words. It says who are with you in the, in the land of Babylon to trick you, to deceive you. Do not listen to their dreams because they are telling you lies in my name. I have not sent them, says the Lord. So in this time or season, we have to be careful of uh, uh, who's in our ear, who we're allowing to be in our ear, who's releasing something in our uh, ear. Uh, um, Verse 10 says, this is what the Lord says, you will be in Babylon you will be in Babylon for 70 years. But then I will come and then I will come and do for you all the good things I have promised and I will bring you home again. And he says this, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. So I've kind of given uh, the background of uh, Jeremiah 29 and 11. Because, you know, usually people are, uh, you know, they quote verse 11 and they take it out of context of uh, what's happening. And what's what's happening, if I can just kind of summarize, is that even because of um, the forsaking of the covenant, that had been cut, amen, with God. God removed them to Babylon. Now, of course, nobody liked that. No, you know, they, they, of course, they hated that. There probably were people that were killed or probably were fam- family members that were killed or whatever, separated. And, um, uh, but he says, amen, while you're there in that captivity, Take a posture of yet being grateful and thankful. There's a scripture in the New Testament that says that in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God concerning you. So, you know, no matter what, where we are in the uh, end of the year, no matter what's happening around us in, in our lives, we have to take the posture, the attitude. You know, from our heart to be thankful and grateful 
and what the Lord is saying to them, things are going to get better. And uh, he's, he's saying it's going to be better, but uh, there's a key to this. And, and I won't say it in the order that he said it here, but he says, uh, pray to the Lord for it, uh, for in that city where they are, for its welfare will determine your welfare. He says, no, no matter how you know they were being treated, no matter uh, what was happening there, the enemies, uh, you know, were, uh, t- had taken over. But pray for their good, and which reminds me to kind of go to uh, Matthew chapter five, um, right here, Matthew five, verse forty-three. It just reminded me what Jesus said in Matthew five forty-three. You heard the law that's and I'm in the New Living Translation. You heard the law that they heard the law that says, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, Well, you know, humanity or flesh says, Hate your enemies. Jesus says, Love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. And that way you'll be acting as true children of your Father in heaven. Um or he gives his sunlight to both the evil and good and sends rain on the just and unjust alike. If you only love those who love you, what reward is there for that? Even corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you are kind only to your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that. But you are to be perfect even as your Father in heaven is perfect. So... um they were in exile, and uh, uh, Jehovah God told them, go ahead and raise your families. Go ahead and eat their food. Go ahead and pray for the peace and prosperity of the cities that you've been planted into, and for the pray for your enemies. Pray for the good of them. You know, he, he, he's not, he's not uh, implying, uh, he's not trying to say to them what's said so much in the body of, uh, of Christ, uh, he wasn't talking about uh, haters. You know that word haters. He wasn't saying you know, uh, you know, God's going to do something to my haters. No, he said, "What well, pray for them." He says, "What well, love them." You know, do good for them. Uh, know, Amen. That whatever situation you're in, no matter what it is, be thankful, be grateful unto me, because. Uh, excuse the expression, God saying, I got this, I got you. I got you covered. And, you know, because uh, my thoughts and my plans for you are good, bring you to an expected end. So the process through what we're going through is a process of thanksgiving, faith, being grateful, um, knowing, amen, that we are what passing through. We're going through. Uh, don't allow, you know, when one of the greatest ways to remove discouragement and uh, all that that comes uh, negatively against you is to uh, praise God, to worship the Lord, to spend time, Amen, before Him. So I wanted to share uh, this uh, tonight. Uh, can't remember the. Uh, epistle or letter in the uh, New Testament that 
says this that I've quoted before, in everything give thanks. But this is the will of God concerning you. God is our is the author and the finisher of our faith. He says amen in Romans eight twenty eight. Uh, know that amen, all things work together for the good for them that love the Lord, for those that are called according to his purpose. No matter what's happening, amen, today, December 28th, no matter uh, what you find, thank you, First Thessalonians 5.18, amen. Uh, uh, no matter what, amen, you find yourself in, the good, the bad, the ugly, the positive, the negative, God's with you. He said, I'm with you always. I'll I, I be with you always. So the way we transition into this new year is by faith, is by trust in God, is by knowing, amen, that things will change. And don't let those things that are adverse, those things that are negative, like they were in Jeremiah 29, uh, don't let negative people uh, have an effect on you. You have an effect on them. He told them in Jeremiah, pray for them. Pray for their welfare because it's going to, what, affect your welfare. The way you deal with, what, negativity, we're supposed to have the influence in our, uh, wherever we are. Circumstances are not supposed to influence us. We're supposed to influence and impact negative negative people and and our circumstances and and our atmosphere. So we ought to, amen, be rejoicing tonight to know that God has been faithful, amen, uh, this year. He's going to be faithful tonight, tomorrow, into the new year. God's got us, and he's got plans for you, and he's got good thoughts for you, and he has, amen, uh, uh, things, amen, uh, uh, that he desires, amen, to do in your behalf. So there's no need or uh, space for any discouragement, any dissolution. Dis- uh, okay, Dr. Shaw had to give me the right word. Be, dis- <laughs> be disillusioned <laughs> or uh, you have uh, any kinds of doubts. God's got us. As I thought, amen, this afternoon, I'm about to close. I said, what can I say to these people that are, come on, that are coming on as, as, as we find that this is our last um, roundtable? And it just came to me, you know, just let them know, be thankful. It was um, four years ago, okay, it was four, four years ago tomorrow, to, on the 29th, four years ago, the Lord told me, to have this call to talk to leadership. And I tell you, thank you, God, um, I've shared this testimony before. He appeared to me in a dream about it. And um, because of fear, I just say because of fear, uh, even though the Lord told me to do that, I knew what he wanted me to do, but I did not do it until August, the last, Thursday in August of uh, 2013. 
And um, one of the things that will happen, amen, if we allow fear to take hold of us, it will uh, stifle, it will hinder our progress or plans or things that God wants us to do. Saying to God, if the Lord has told you to do something, step out. Step out of that boat. Walk on walk on the water. Because God told you you can step out, you can step out and walk on the water. Be obedient. Don't hesitate don't hesitate in this season. Don't hesitate in this season about anything that God wants you to do. Um many people, amen. Um I noticed tonight as I looked on Facebook, I noticed uh, we were going to have um, Apostle uh, Nita McCoy to come uh, tomorrow, but they received 63 inches of snow in Erie, Pennsylvania, and I told her we have to cancel because I, uh, I'm concerned about your wealth. I canceled. And I knew there were people who wanted from um, and it brings to my mind this and be propelling forward going forward before we are asking the Lord before we thank you before we are asking uh, the Lord for another word let's make sure that what he's already told us, that we're doing that. God's not going to give us in further instruction until we have done or accomplished or been obedient to what he's already said. Uh, and I believe, amen, that everybody on this call, the Lord has been speaking to and, and saying something to you or to myself, greater consecration. More time with him. You don't have. You haven't spent enough time with him. Go tell somebody. I'm, I'm sorry. Forgive someone. Uh, release something. Um, let us, Amen. Walk in obedience in this season. And um, so I want to share that, Amen. Uh, uh, that verse, uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, in the context of where it came from. Uh, the Lord told them. I know it's not a, a good situation, but you're going to be here for seven years. So go ahead and live. Go ahead and live and know, amen, that I have good thoughts and plans for you. You're not going to stay in that situation forever. Things are going to change because God is with you. And so I thank God, amen, uh, for you tonight. Amen. This is our, um, this is our, uh, what we wanted to share tonight, and we thank the Lord for everybody that's on the call. So let's kind of uh, gather together here on this roundtable and, and share anybody, anybody, any and everybody, and thank you all. Uh, who wants to step forth? Nobody's muted out, so please uh, let's have some remarks. Some feedback. Praise the Lord. Bless you. This this is all just a confirmation as far as what has been spoken all year practically. I believe God has been talking 
on this level to us. Um, his word has been coming forward all year in different sections of the our conferencing and our conversations with each other and even our lives. Uh, God has been preparing us, and this is something I mentioned the other day. Uh, I, I know he has a work for us. As you know, scriptures show that he has a work for us. It is our purpose that it has to be met. And in order for things to to happen, God is, is preparing us to do his will and to build upon the purpose he has for us. And he's he's been instructing us as he has been keeping us. And uh, you can't do nothing but be grateful for every day that we have. As I mentioned, you know, we have to treat every day, every second of the hour as if it would be the last hour. And we have to be about our father's business. So he has definitely brought on a confirmation again tonight in um, coming through uh, uh, Matthew, coming through uh, Isaiah and and Jeremiah. And um, there's been several scriptures, but Jeremiah uh, 29 and 11, uh, and even from verse 1, it, it all just kind of brings it home and lets us know. And, and what it reminded me of, Apostle, as you were bringing on the scriptures, in the adversity of today's way of, of the world, uh, I thought about all of those refugees and people who are trying to get across the borders and people who are being separated by their families you know, they're coming in multitudes. I mean, it's thousands and thousands of people who don't know each day. They never know what part of their family, who their children or if they are going to be separated. And this has been the plot of the world leaders and all that. I won't go into that from from ancient ways back, but separating. But because we know uh, a house divided can't stand. And so we have to still stand together in our demise and in, in our victim uh, uh, situation. And, and and we have to come together and still know that God is in control. We have to be passionate to one another. We still have to love our enemies. We may not love what they do, but we still have to love them. And we have to know that, you know, we have to continue to build the kingdom and we have to continue to work toward what God has us. So continue to pray for all those who are going through those situations that they do find that peace, uh, that inward peace and even gratitude of being even where they are now um, because there's going to be times that God will bring them out and just know that, that he will do that because that's his word. It's going to be okay. It'll all work out at the end. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, Dr. Shaw, for your uh comments uh, uh you're so right and uh i appreciate him and your uh feedback i thank you god uh, allow me to uh allow me to say this uh, this is the end of the year and uh as we go into 2018 one of the things that you have to understand um a lot a lot of times the lord allows people to come into my um uh, uh, a lot of times the Lord has me, he sends me to people or people come to me for um, uh, to, to be unlocked, released, and whatever. And the, and the idea is that as leaders, you have to talk. Um, do you understand? And I know you all understand, and I know you all know this, 
that even from the book of Genesis, um, things so I pulled. apologize. So I want to share. Hold on, Pastor Show. I want, okay. I want to share this. Uh, uh, four years ago, when the Lord gave me this um, roundtable, the idea was the roundtable came from King Arthur's court. And um, he had his knights to come and sit around the round table. And the idea was, amen, uh, he wanted them to feel as equals. And they all had input. I I don't want to use the word frustrated, but I don't understand sometimes. And I'm not fussing. I'm just addressing something that I've seen over and over again throughout the year. I don't understand how leaders can be quiet. I know the excuse is, well, I'm just listening. But your leader is asking you not to just listen, but to have input and have feedback. We're asking you to talk without me trying to pull it out of you. So I really need you, saints, to engage in the conversation here without uh, being requested so much. So last the last time, let's have some input here. God bless you. Yes, I, I, I'd just like to add one thing to what uh, Dr. Shaw was talking about. That's in uh, Jeremiah 29, 13, and it says, And ye shall seek me and find me when ye search when ye shall search for me with all your heart. So we're searching after God with all of our heart. In other words, everything that we have is in position to search for God, that we will find him if we search for him with all our heart. Thank you, Apostle. Thank you, Apostle Schenken. And Apostle Schenken, uh, all of you, uh, I, I think you all heard me uh, say something about let's let's talk, saints, as we go forward. If you're on any, if you're on any uh, teleconference call, the reason why you're on a teleconference call is for what communication. And God raises leaders up to communicate. That's how Amen. Uh, people are saved and delivered through communication. So we can't be quiet. Um, 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 please don't say to me, "Well, I'm just listening." Um, but that's not what I'm asking. That's not what I'm asking you to do. I want your input. So go ahead, thanks. Bless you. I want to hear from everybody. So when everybody comes on the call, we want to hear from everybody. God bless you. Thank you. Can I have a Apostle, I, I'm sorry. sorry. No, go ahead. I I wanted to apologize. I hung up. <laughs> By mistake, I had my phone in my pocket, and when I got it out, I hit the button, so I apologize for that. Um, but I just want to say how how grateful I am for this message. I am one of those who has not, in a good while anyway, read that entire chapter or at least the verses above verse 11. In Jeremiah, and it does indeed have a completely different um, meaning when you read it 
in context. It, it's still a blessing of God's uh, outlook for us, but it, it, the context does make it a little different. You, when you mentioned about your uh, starting the roundtable and you were a little fearful, when I heard the Lord direct me about Beyond the Door, Ministries, I it's like Lord, you do realize who you're talking to, right? You know, maybe you got me mixed up with somebody, but um, it has God has blessed that it's been two years, and I would never have imagined that it would be still that we'd still be here. Um, I knew that I was dealing with some health issues. And that was my biggest concern is that I would not be able to be consistent, that I would have to um, be off here and there because of my health issues. But God has sustained me. Um, As far as I recall, there's only been one time in the two years that I have just not been on at all. He has blessed me with support, people that can speak for me now when um, either not available or just want to take a break. Um, and and it is, it's, it's uncomfortable to do something so completely out of your character, I guess I want to say, because I I have always been a background person, not one to ever get the attention. I will do whatever I can do to push you, and then if you get the the glory, so to speak, then I'm I'm happy. My name doesn't have to be on anything, but God has not allowed me to be comfortable like that. And the longer I am in it, the longer, the more effort I put into the ministry, the more fruit I'm beginning to see. And I I am sensing, and to be really honest, for the beginning, I was doing it strictly out of obedience. Uh, my heart was not always in it. I didn't always put forth the necessary efforts to give God my best or the people that um, I was speaking with. But out of simple obedience, he birthed the desire to do more. I'm not comfortable anymore being comfortable. And I I give God praise for that. He is opening up my eyes and my heart to to expand. I have received that prophecy from more than one person. And the first one was on on this very line. And and he has he's he's really birthing that desire in my heart. And I'm I'm really grateful for the 
Apostles Roundtable because it's always been a blessing to me. And um, I heard someone say what a confirmation it is. Earlier today, I was grumbling and complaining. There's no other way to put it. But I was really asking, God, I know there's something that I'm not doing right. You, you, I'm, situation I'm faced with, I just, I don't like it. I don't want to be in it. I don't want to do it. So you have to do something for me. And so through the message tonight, I got my answer. So I thank God for you, Pastor Griffin. I, I thank God for your willingness to travel to teach us. Um, I am very appreciative of being in with the number, and uh, I have truly been blessed, and God bless you as, as we continue on. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. God bless all those that are on the line tonight. I give God honor, and I just want to say uh, to God be the glory. Uh, I'm excited because uh, the word is uh, speaking concerning exile, coming out of going through to a place of freedom and liberty. And I uh, spoke on this last Tuesday, I think it was, uh, the Tuesday before that, uh, where God was bringing uh, the children of Israel out of Babylon and they were coming out of exile because this is a season, y'all, that God is allowing us to get ready to come out of exile. In other words, get the people mindset ready uh, to come from the mindset of slavery to the mindset of freedom. Um, Amen. We have, to, we have to begin to set our mind into the place where God is taking us. I truly believe, and I say this because I'm going to say the way God said it to me, there is nothing that you can do good enough or there is nothing that uh, what people think about you can stop what God wants to do for you because he says that he simply wants to bless us. And I I said to uh, the people of God on the 19th with uh, in the spiritual aspect, the number 19 represented uh, the, the, the faith. It talks about faith. So I, I said on the 19th of December that I gave birth to the baby called Faith. I was talking to one of my prophets tonight before I got on, and I said, I carry my baby with me. I'm no longer uh, uh, in a pregnant mode. I'm, I had the baby. The baby is with me, and it's called mm-hmm. Faith. And Faith is the thing that all the things to begin to move. The Lord began to shift my mindset because he says, I want you to begin to see yourself the way I see you. Uh, In other words, people become uh, enslaved or inbound because their mind has not been able to grasp around the freedom. Oh, God, help me. Amen. 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 If you begin to think about what God is saying about you, he, he's literally saying, uh, this is something you don't go fast and pray about. This is not 
something that you got to go see the priest and, and, and say, can you help me get there? He said, I'm simply going to show up because if mm-hmm. you break to the, to the thing that's called faith, then the doubt has to leave. Oh, God, Jesus. See, <laughs> have darkness uh, entertaining where light is shining. Oh, Jesus. Because, see, God is bringing a revelation to the people of God, and he's saying to the leaders and all of us on here tonight that you need to get your mindset shifted before the new year come in. I'm telling you. All right. In my in my faith, in my faith, he's constantly speaking. And Tuesday morning he says, I told you to pursue. In other words, get ready. Mm. And when you pursue and you know that you're getting ready to win this battle, what we need to do as leaders, I feel like preaching, y'all help me. Come on. You already <laughs> are. <laughs> what we need to do is begin to get our people girded up and say, up here. Uh, we're not going to have time to have no more pity parties. Uh, uh, we're not going to feel sorry. We, we, we're not going to come down. Because what we're getting ready to do is we're coming out of captivity and we're coming into the place of freedom. So we got to begin to get the mindset of the people ready to be able to keep going back into captivity and releasing people that bring them out. And this is the season that God has said, my people are going to return to me. Mm. Mm. Don't count it strange when you find family members that have not been in church or, 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 or just don't have that relationship, turn around and tell you, I got saved last night. Come on here. I, I found the Lord. Why? Because God is saying, I, 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 this is that this is the people he's calling. He said, I'm calling for those that will fear me. Come on here. I'm calling for a church that is bold enough to say, I'm going into the enemy's camp. See, leaders, let me say this. We are no longer going to sit outside of the camp. We are going to be promoted to go mm-hmm. And take mm. back the children of God out of captivity. Long enough we have seen them in captivity. Long enough we have uh, seen disaster after disaster. God said, "You are no longer going to sit in your building. You are no longer going to sit behind your pulpit. This is the time that we're going to roll up our sleeves and we're going into the enemy's camp, and we're not going to." Stay there and, and, and allow the enemy to keep anybody in captivity. God said, do you want to be free? Come on. Do you want to be free? Because when the Lord, when he died and he went to hell, he didn't just die, but he went and ran a revival. And when he was in hell, he was asking them, those that want to be free, let's go. Jesus. So this is the action. <laughs> that we are getting ready to encounter, y'all, that we are going to hell, and we're going to take the people out of the hell situation, and we're going to renew their mindset so they can now see themselves on a free level, my God. Because when you begin to see yourself on a free level, you can think different. You can see different. Because now why? Because the cloud is gone. But you've got to realize, hmm, this is your season. And God said, don't be afraid. And I'm, I'm going to say this to every last one of y'all. We might not understand everything that's happening. We don't all know what God's getting ready to do, but we do know that there's something awesome getting ready to happen. I was sharing yeah. with Dr. Shaw earlier. Something is happening. I had to walk out of the courthouse because I almost started just shouting in the courthouse. They wouldn't have understood it, but I would have understood what was happening. But this is what God is saying. He said, I want you to trust me. In other words, if I call for a, 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 a ride and I know if the Uber or the Lyft, I'm trusting you to get me where I'm going. Mm. So he says, 
you got to trust me now. Even though it might look shady, even though it might look bleak, but you got to trust me. You got to get that baby in your hand and you got to say, Faith, let's go. Take me where God wants to show me and take me into places and situations I've never encountered. So I say to you all, get ready. Get your joy on. Go ahead and celebrate you. Why? Because God has already celebrated you in heaven. So you've got to understand that your celebration time is hitting the earth realm, and God has your name on it, and he says, get ready to come out of exile, because when I get you out of exile, you are able as leaders to go back and get the people that's been left behind. God bless you all. Amen. 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 That's all. That's awesome, Apostle King. Amen. Glory yeah. to God. <laughs> Amen. I'm not gonna beg. No, I'm not gonna beg anybody to talk. But my Praise expectation, but my expectation is on the call for you to do so. Praise you, Lord. Baron Lacey. Um, good evening, everyone. Good evening. Um, I'm, just, I'm just so grateful um, to be on the call. I'm grateful for the word of God that came forth tonight from Jeremiah. I'm, I'm grateful for. Um, the verses that go before the verse that is always highlighted in this chapter. And um, it really pointed to where I am or where I felt like I've been for almost a year. I felt like I've been in exile. (laughs) And, uh, excuse me, I'm just grateful, you know, for God giving a word and clarity as to, you know, do it. Just do something while you're in exile. Where you are, do it while you are. And as as we're doing it according to the scripture in Jeremiah, it brings forth the the that as you're doing it, God is going to heal. God is going to bring you out. He's going to bring you out. You're going to come out, but you got to do what he. You got to do what you got to do. And so I'm just grateful for the call. I'm grateful for EMFI. I'm grateful for being a part. I'm grateful for um, the connection that God has given me um, to be able to connect um, with. Uh, my brothers and sisters, and and this table, and this circle of people, and I'm just looking forward to great things and and greater things, and I'm looking forward to to God just um, exploding. I'm just I'm just expecting um, God to explode, um, and I just you know uh, I I'm I'm feeling I want to say so many different things because last night last night the teaching last night that the pastor did was. Just so overwhelmingly, it was like just connecting. It was like dots were like just connecting with me, and I'm just like God. I just this was it was just so good. And then to hear the scripture tonight, and um, I've, I'm forgive me, I forgot the the uh, Apostle Shank. I think it was that that was talking, and he was speaking on the thirteenth the thirteenth verse of Jeremiah, where it said, "Um, you will find me." when you search for me with your whole heart. And I, when he said that, it just kind of clicked in me, the scripture that the Lord had been dealing with me with in regards to um, because iniquity abounding, the love of many would wax cold. And my desire is that the love of God would be so prevalent and so powerful and so potent in my life to where I'm loving, you're not getting my love, you're getting the love of God. And I know that's the only way I'm going to be able to do, or we're going to be able to overcome the obstacles that the enemy is setting in our way is to get us to love in the love of God and not in our own love. So I'm just grateful, and um, I just pray that everyone has a blessed year. And in Jesus' name, amen. 
Amen. Amen. Amen. Well, I, this is Prophet Rosalind. I appreciate this passage of scripture um, read in context in particular. And what I, what I got from the overall passage that we read was God's commitment to recovery. You know, that he is a promise-keeping God, and it is the one thing that we have to remember while we're going through whatever we're going through. When we're confident in his promises and his commitment to recover us, it allows us to focus on others. I was looking at the the passage that talked about um, concerning ourselves with the peace of those in the land that we're in captivity in so that we can experience peace. And wherever we are, whatever circumstances we're going through, we should still be able to effectuate change because we've been empowered to do that. And sometimes as Christians, we become so saturated with our own sufferings, with whatever we're dealing with, that we forget about people who are in the same crucible with us who don't have the promises of God that are going to rescue them. So it was just a good reminder for me that whatever I'm going through, there's someone who can be positively affected in my suffering and introduced mm-hmm. to the God who is the promise keeper to me that's definitely going to bring me out. So I'm just grateful that it's something that I'm able to keep in mind and just be reminded in the scriptures that God is not only a promise keeper, but that he is committed to recovery. Mm-hmm. Amen. I like that. Sounds great. Amen. Bless you. Yeah. Uh, who else? Anyone else uh, that didn't share? <clears throat> anyone else? <laughs> Do we have all? Amen. Bless the Lord. Bless okay. the Lord. Amen. Thank you. I just wanted to share with you, thanks to God, that uh, the uh, posture, the attitude that we should have as we uh, um, chronologically leave this time period is um, that uh, we ought to have be thankful and grateful for what God is doing. I also want to uh, share, I also want to share, um, I also want to share this. So um, at 9 o'clock, in a couple of minutes, those of you that can, uh, Apostle Sandra Smith is going to be um, uh, having a, she's going to be um, doing a live audio. And I guess in 2018, that's something that I'm going to be uh, doing, and I want you to... Um, Try to uh, get on that. Uh, we thank the Lord even for every one of you. Um, let us continue to pray. And, and as uh, uh, Dr. Prophet Rosalind said in the beginning, let's continue to grow together in the Lord. Now, uh, God, for his uh, own purposes, has brought us together under a banner called EMFI. Um, here and um, Apostle Smith is just sending me a message to say she's saying good night to everyone and uh, as I said before she's transitioning into 
uh, an audio uh, session. Uh, as you know, um, and allow me to share this, if there's anybody new on here, uh, when Apostle Schenck and I were in Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, a couple of months ago, that Saturday afternoon, I just received a burden concerning ladies in ministry. Amen. And I asked, um, and with that burden, her name came to me, uh, and I asked her, would she um, uh, facilitate a uh, uh, teleconference call with women of EMFI? And uh, they've been doing that since, I think, uh, October, or, excuse me, or so, excuse me, and... Um, from what I from what I hear, uh, uh, I I am not really I don't get a chance to listen to it. I don't know what they're saying to each other about. The only thing I know is one of the things that, um, they're doing is everybody has an opportunity to have something to say. Now I I think I know why. Uh, I don't think she's ever told me why, but let me just take a guess. It's why that's happening on that call, because there's a wisdom of attempting to get leaders um, to be more vocal. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in one sense, saints, and I'm not trying to reteach this. In one sense, a leader can, a leader can't be silent because you understand Amen. you can't you 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 understand that when they ask John the Baptist. You know, are you uh, are you the Messiah? You know, are you the anointed one? Are you are you the Christ that we've been looking for? And his response was, he says, "No, I'm just a voice crying in the wilderness." Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he 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 he, he uh, identified what God is looking for. He's looking for a voice. He's looking for somebody that will uh, say. What he gives them. Well, that means, and I, 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 I know I'm speaking to leaders, and I, I'm speaking to you very respectfully, even though it may not sound like it. That means you have to talk. Amen. God wants to use your voice. He wants to use your mouth, your tongue. And so, uh, thank God for that wisdom, even on the uh, uh, call that the ladies have, uh, uh, bringing them out of that comfort zone, bringing them out. Amen. Of uh, you know, you know, are, are you aware, saints, that some people are actually some people that are up front are actually shy in some sense? And <laughs> yeah. you, you have to you have to over you have to overcome you have to overcome that. Amen. You know, and and uh, you know, so uh, thank the Lord, Amen, for you. Uh, continue to move forth. <clears throat> Pray for us. We found out that um, uh, as some of you know the bishop uh, that died. Uh, last week, they're having a uh, homegoing service for him next Friday and, and Saturday, and so I'm kind of waiting for some instructions about what I'm supposed to do when I go up there. Please pray for us. Let's continue to pray for each other. Thank you for your support. Thank you. Um, um, I'm just going to say this for three new people on the roundtable in 2018, although one has been on the roundtable before. Uh, Pastor Cheryl, Varen Lacey, and Apostle King, uh, we appreciate, amen, uh, the God in you. 
and uh, what what you bring to what you bring to the table or the round table. Thank you, Amen. Glory to God. And um, yes, um, I, there is just one more thing um, of encouragement that I, I want to make an announcement on. Um, but I would like um, Apostle King to bring that information forward. She has some great news. And uh, since she's on the call, because I told her I was going to make that announcement, since she's on the call, I'm going to ask her to just give that when when I don't mean to interrupt what you're saying right now. Just when you're ready, I'd like for that to come forward before we dismiss if it's okay. Well, since you're talking right now, you might as well go ahead. <laughs> Okay. Uh, I I thank God, like I was saying earlier, uh, the Lord has uh, definitely been speaking to me about uh, getting my passport uh, for a, 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 a while. And um, when you said what you said last uh, Thursday, that some of y'all have national ministries, but you, you you haven't even got your passport. And I said, well, Lord, that will make sense because if they call you to go in, Actually, you really can't go because you're not equipped. You don't have the right identification to be able to go. So I thank God that I got up and that Tuesday the Lord kept telling me to pursue and I went to the courthouse. It was that closed early due to the fact that still celebrating the holidays. So Wednesday I getting some other things done. But today I actually got a chance to finalize that thing. It's sent off. All I'm doing is waiting for it to return. So I give up. That's why I had to get out of the courthouse because I was smiling, but I was praying. And inside, because I I am the type, if you if you ever get to know me, I'm the type, if I start something, I don't like, I, I don't like to quit. I like to, I like to finish what I started. You can't even Tell me to sit down. I got to finish it. So mm-hmm. I'm at a point that the Lord has been speaking to me. So there's a lot of uh, documentation of patients and matters that I'm dealing with before the 2017 go out. So God bless you all. Amen. <laughs> Amen. That, 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 that is good news, uh, uh, Apostle. And, and I can even see uh, us. When I say us, I'm not just talking about you. I'm talking about us on here. Uh, traveling together, and uh, it's very important. I've, I've attempted to stress this uh, maybe three or four months ago. I attempted to to, to stress this on this roundtable that um, uh, in EMFI uh, there is some cultural training that we have to have. Amen. <laughs> For yeah. some some of us, there's some Amen. cultural training that we have to uh, have because. Uh, we have uh, uh, we have at least uh, three different cultures uh, in EMFI thus far, and um, uh, it's very very important and uh, not to um, uh, not to uh, keep saying this. Uh, a couple months ago, I was in Toronto and um, Mother Banton, Jamaican uh, wife, uh, first lady. Uh, well, she called me and, and said, you act like, you know, she, she said, you act like you're Jamaican. And I thought she was joking. She said, no, you do. 
but I've been around the culture for so many years. And um, um, maybe that's maybe that's for another time. Some cultural, we we need to have some cultural training. Every every everybody's not the the the, the gospel. The gospel is not an American gospel. Amen. And and the mindset and the fundamentals of the gospel is not Americanized. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Anyway, I won't go into that. Amen. Thank God for you. Well, thank the Lord, Apostle King. Amen. Get it. You're the second person that uh, said it, or the third person. If somebody else is going to have theirs by June, amen. I decree it so. Amen. In, in the name of Jesus. Amen. amen. Uh, by, amen. by June, I decree it so. Amen. That they will have it. Yes. So we thank the Lord. As a matter of fact, if there's no other things to say, let me pray and uh, release you all. Father, I thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit, Lord God. Thank you for your redemptive power. Lord God, how you have brought us together, Lord God, by your grace and by your great wisdom. We're here, oh God, for you. Yes, yes. You are our, you are our wisdom. You are our path. You are our life. We are, amen, servants, oh God, of thee. And we ask, Lord God, that you give us direction individually and yet corporately. Yes, God. Because, Father, there are assignments, oh God, that all of us have separately. And yet, amen, there is amen, uh, a myriad of things that you want to do, amen, for us together. You want to send, Father, excuse me, teams, apostolic teams. Uh, to, to places, to regions, to bring forth, oh God, to expand your kingdom. You. There's some, Father, amen, that uh, you've shared, amen, that will, amen, uh, be sent to nations. And, Father, amen, we thank you, Lord God, for them. We bless your great name. We thank you for this year. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord God, for being patient with us. Yes. Amen. When we were low. Oh God, thank you, Lord God, for being patient with us, oh God, when we want to stray. If yeah. we sin, Father, thank you for forgiving us. Yeah. Lord God, we are grateful unto thee. We ask, oh God, your blood, your people. If there's need of uh, jobs or doors to be open or uh, material needs of transportation or even finances, Father, let your people rejoice. And thank you, Lord God, for, amen, you, amen, will, amen, supply our need. You said it in your word, you cannot lie. We ask, oh God, that you release your people. Send them forth, oh God, into this new season, into this upcoming year. Oh God, victorious, oh God, with a victorious mindset, with an overcoming mindset, more than conqueror mindset. Trusting, oh God, in you, oh God, the king of glory. We thank you, Father, now in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Good night, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. God bless. God bless.